This is episode number 45 of the Ships Podcast with Liana Pavane. Welcome to Ships. My name is Pat McAndrew, and I am a professional actor, speaker, and coach. In every episode, we discuss a message related to the most important vessels in our lives. Thanks for being here today. Now let's set sail. Welcome to today's episode of Ships. I hope you are all doing amazing today. Our guest for this episode is Liana Pavane. Liana is a native New Yorker with a BA in theater studies from Ithaca College, and she is the founder of TTYL, a phone-free social club for adults full of board games, coloring, drinks, music, and live entertainment. Her goal is to help people have a healthier relationship with technology and social media. Her passion is human connectivity, and she believes her pop-ups allow New Yorkers to feel a little less lonely. TTYL has popped up in locations such as Showfields, The Fluid Project, and Tijuana Picnic. Liana has been featured on New York One, Bedford and Bowery, and the Connects blog. Her website, www.ttylnyc.com, can tell you where her next pop-ups are going to be. As I hope is per usual for the Ships podcast, you will not be disappointed by this episode. Liana and I talk about the creation of her organization, TTYL and the importance of bringing people into a shared experience. She talks to us about how our phones are often used as an emotional crutch and how we must escape this emotional crutch by being in a bubble of play. We also discuss the importance of the arts in schools, the pressures of social media, and the fact that phones are taking over our lives, and how the fact that phones are taking over our lives, that people are craving something real. This is a great episode. Whether you're located in New York City or elsewhere in the country or the world, it's a really great insight into how we can better connect with each other as human beings. So without further ado, let me introduce Liana Pavane. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Ships Podcast. Today's guest is Liana Pavane. Liana, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to dive into this conversation. You're doing a really unique service. I kind of see it as a service in a lot of ways to the New York community through what you've created with TTYL. And we first got connected, maybe it was a little over a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago through the Center for Humane Tech Forum. We reached out together, definitely had mutual interests with regards to the work that we're pursuing and have just been connected ever since and now both involved in the Digital Wellness Collective. So super excited to have you on the show. Yeah, I'm really excited to have the conversation. So I'm wondering if you could just start off by telling our listeners where your journey begins in pursuing this path. What inspired you to create TTYL 
from your past experiences? Yeah, sure. And I also really like that you said service. I think it is kind of a service. Um, so when I was growing up as a kid, I wasn't allowed to watch TV during the week. Uh, my parents were really restricted with my technology use. And I guess it was kind of annoying at first, but I realized that there was a benefit in that because I had to use my creativity and my imagination to fill my time. Um, and as I got older and went to college, I saw the influx of social media use and fell to the addictions of and the addictive natures of that. Um, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, all of those apps that everyone uses today. And right after I graduated, we were on vacation. My dad's a patent lawyer and he always says, oh, come up with an invention or something of like that and we'll make a million dollars, you know. Um, and I was a theater major in college and focused on directing and playwriting and bringing people into a shared experience. So my mind went to, you know, I'm on vacation I'm having FOMO, which is fear of missing out. And I felt like, you know, this is so frustrating. What if there was a space you could go to kind of disconnect from the digital world and reconnect to each other and play games and color and do all those activities you did as a kid? And so the idea for TTYL kind of was born from there. Yeah, it's really amazing. And I think I'm wondering if you could speak to the fact about bringing it into New York City as well, because I know that you're a native New Yorker. And so you grew up living in New York City, this really hustle and bustle place. And I think more than anywhere else, it's New York City that needs this sort of pop up. So I'm wondering if you could speak to the specific location, at least for now, where these TTYL pop ups are taking place. And why is it so essential that it's happening in New York City? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I didn't automatically start doing the pop-ups right after I came up with the idea. I kind of sat on it for a while because when I first started talking about it with my family, they kind of thought I was crazy. This idea of digital wellness was so new and wasn't really a widely accepted idea yet. Um, and as I sat on it and kind of was going into the corporate environment and taking these internships and being in office settings, I kind of started to notice how unprofessional it was to be on my phone so much and it was taking away from my productivity. So, and I also, be, around this time, I began to realize that, wow, I have so many friends here and I, you know, I grew up with, you know, everyone's moving back to the city, my middle school friends, my high school friends, college friends, camp friends, everyone's coming to this hub, this amazing place, yet the friends that I'm that are new that I'm making are so lost and they don't know how to make new friends and it's so difficult. And I have a great opportunity to build somewhat of a community for people, for like-minded people who wanna make genuine connections. And I think it's so important now than ever, especially in New York as there's just so many different communities and areas and events you can attend. And I'm just trying to create a space where it's really honest and genuine and a place where people can feel open and be themselves. Yes, yes. I think that's something that New York City thrives off of is creating communities where people can be themselves. But I think specifically what you're doing with TTYL is creating a different type of atmosphere. I feel like especially nowadays, our phones are always out at a wide variety of different events, whether we're at a concert or, or some other event. I'm specifically thinking of concerts where 
the performers performing on stage and you just see like everyone on their phones recording what's happening. Yeah. And it, for me, it just like makes me think like, okay, how much are they really living in this experience? Whereas with TTYL, you require people to drop off their phones at the door. And I'm wondering if you could speak to people's experience with that when they come into your event are they feeling like, oh, I don't want to let go of my phone? Or are they feeling very relieved to say like, oh, okay, I'm going to leave my phone here for the next hour, for the next two hours and just enjoy being present? Or do you think like, does it take some people time to get over that hurdle? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's funny because there, are, there's a bit of both, I would say. There's, there's a mix. I think there are people who are super excited to have this time to disconnect and make a new friend or maybe they came with their friends. So they're not really, you know, you're with someone so you feel comfortable and you're not really feeling like you need to record anything that's happening right now or, you know, let the world at large know what, what you're up to. Um, but then there's there are people that do come alone and I think they feel this sense of overwhelmingness um, in the space and kind of, oh, okay, uh, I don't know if I'm really ready yet or they didn't realize that they really had to give it up. But it's funny that those people are always the ones who actually end up walking out without their phone and they actually completely forget that they didn't have it the whole time and they really just get involved in the moment. And I think coming alone to my events, you're more receptive and open to connecting. Um, you're more likely not to stick to the people that you came with and it's more of a fluid experience for you. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely a combination. I think at the end of the day, people just don't want to leave and they're just, they're sad that they need to go, they have to go back to this, the reality of having your phone, which is so ironic. Right. There's something that, uh, that I believe that play has this effect on us where when we're playing, we, in a lot of ways, lose track of time and lose track of ourselves. And there's this really, there's like this beauty that's a part of that. And I think that's something that's very prevalent in the events that you're putting together. And so I'm wondering, how do you believe people can connect better when they don't have access to their phones? Yeah, well, my whole belief around our phones and why we use them is that we have to get vulnerable to figure out why we're using our phones because really we use our phones as a clutch, an emotional emotional clutch mostly. Um, there's usually something going on in our everyday lives and it's almost like therapy in a way, but kind of self-medicated. So we, you know, to avoid all these things happening in our lives, we, you know, go on social media, we'll go and find these ways to find connection, but we're not going to find what we're looking for on our phones ultimately. And it just makes us feeling worse. And, you know, we think that these kind of um, fake uh, aspects of affection in the form of likes or comments on pictures that we post are going to be filling this void. But at the end of the day, it's just giving us that endorphin rush for maybe 0.2 seconds and it goes away. So in order to do to really figure out you know what's going on or maybe look internally at yourself it actually helps to at least i find it helps to kind of busy yourself in another way that's more creative like coloring or connecting with people over a shared experience like a board game from your childhood or listening to 
music or a comedian or getting involved in karaoke or something that's kind of outside your comfort zone, but allows you to kind of then look internally and look and, you know, you know, you might walk away from that experience and just be like, wow, I had so much fun and not feel that need to go towards your phone anymore. And, and it kind of brings you into this other experience, I guess. Yeah. And there's something that's really tangible too about playing games and coloring. And I think from an outside perspective, some critic might be like, oh, well, those things, that's for children. But <laughs> at the end of the day, it's like a, a key thing kind of talking about what I was mentioning before about play is like, that's something that truly needs to be embedded more into our adult lives. So I'm wondering in your creation of TTYL, what, what is it about board games and coloring and music and these live events that you have found brings us together more readily than what is happening on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter? Yeah. Well, you know, with the idea of board games and coloring, it's so, it brings us back to this childhood mentality, this time when we were kids and nothing in the world mattered. Um, and kind of, you know, we were in this bubble of just play. And as we get older, we're kind of, our society teaches us or makes us think that play isn't for adults and play is just really for kids. And really, you know, we bring them up and we kind of shelter children from the world at large. But then when we're adults, it's like, this overwhelmingness of what's happening with the world at large is so huge. And this weight is just put on everyone's shoulders. You know, you, I listen to the news every day and it's just this immense pressure that you feel and you kind of just, you want to get away from it and you feel so overwhelmed. So creating that space in your life to just allow yourself to be a kid again and to kind of be in the sheltered mindset and just relax and unwind. I mean, it's so interesting because I was talking about this a lot this week. Every time I have my events, a lot of men in suits come, guys who are, you know, bankers or finance, and they immediately gravitate towards coloring. And it's so interesting because, you know, there's this whole stigma around, you know, maybe coloring or arts and crafts as being a kind of female oriented activity in a way. And I think that's kind of this is breaking the barrier of that and saying, no, like the, anyone can do anything, but more than that, though the guys in suits and the people that are at desk every day are the most overwhelmed and they feel just this sense of de-stressing for them. And I find that so amazing and beautiful to just see people really drop their barriers in the space that TTYL is and really just create beautiful things. Yes. Yes. And it's so, so important too, because I, I feel like most adults, not all adults necessarily, but a lot of us, once we enter into the corporate world or once we enter in the working world, our creativity is almost like slammed out of us and be having the opportunity to participate in an event like TTYL or an event that allows you to express your creativity is of the utmost importance. Yeah, definitely. And I think it just goes to show how important arts, the arts are in schools and how important it is for our education system to continue teaching kids, you know, and these outlets, I think, you know, in the form of physical activity, whether it be dance or even, you know, exercise in general, but 
in, in addition, you know, arts and crafts and music and just different ways in which we can be creative. Because I think in the long run, we're going to learn exactly like you said, that we're going to be, many of us will be changed desks and not have the ability to use that, that part of our brain. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, it's, a, it's certainly a skill set that like any muscle or skill set, if you don't use it, it atrophies and dies. And so, so yeah, yeah, it's going to events like TTYL or just exploring some form of your creativity is of the utmost importance in your personal and I would argue your professional development as well. Totally. Yeah. So if someone goes or say a group of people go to a TTYL pop-up event happening in New York City, what do you think at the end of this event, they, you know, they get their phones back and they leave and they're like, oh, that was amazing. I really enjoyed connecting with people. But then they go about their daily lives. I'm wondering if you could speak about what we can do to take these pop-up events and implement them into our own lives, whether they be with our families or with our friends. Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, I think it can kind of be different for everyone based on what you're looking for with your connection to technology and, and your phone in general. So it could be creating your own game nights with family and friends or, you know, coloring nights or just activities in general like that. Um, it could be somewhat of a solo experience where you really want to spend less time on your phone. So you look for tools in which to do so. Maybe it's, you know, cutting your phone time out after 6 p.m. or leaving it outside your bedroom or whatever else it may be to kind of separate that time and create more space in your day. Um, but yeah, I'm actually in development of creating a digital wellness workshop to teach people more of the educational aspects of what I'm trying to create the space with at TTYL. So my overarching goal is to help people have a healthier relationship with technology and social media. So I hope that, you know, in rolling out these workshops, people have more tangible, um, something more tangible to go off of in their everyday lives. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. And I feel like it, it will provide a great compliment to the experience that they're having at the various pop-up events that you have. And I, I really commend the, the, the work that you're doing because it, it does take a lot of work to host an event, host a live event, an in-person event with a group of people, a group of individuals, perhaps many of whom don't even know each other. And I, I'm sh I can only imagine it's a lot of work, like getting all the games in and also collaborating with the people of the facility that you're hosting your pop-up at. And so I'm wondering if you could speak to myself and our listeners about why, it, why is it that you do this work? You talked very briefly about it earlier at the beginning of our conversation, but I'm wondering if you could elaborate more. Why, why put the time and energy into creating this organization, TTYL? Yeah, I mean, there's, as you also mentioned in the beginning, there, are, there is a group of us um, out there it's, we're growing um, the digital wellness co collective, um, as well as the Center for Humane Technology. There's a lot of people out there that are really interested in digital wellness, and we want to make help make a difference for the future generations. And 
I think that's a big reason why I decided to keep doing this. And it's just, I'm fueled by looking at people who are younger than me only even by two or three years. And they're even more connected to their phones. They're even more involved in what's, you know, this device that's in front of them at by arm's reach every day. And it's, it's really, I get angry, you know, I'm, I'm so frustrated that we have to use this device and it's kind of, it's really taken over people's lives. And I want to teach people that this isn't what life has to be. It's just that this is what society has now been seen as what it's supposed to be. You know, it's, it's not, you can go against the grain and nothing, nothing's going to happen to you. Like you're going to be okay. You don't have to be on social media all the time. You don't even have to use social media as the way it's presented to you. You know, I think there is, I'm not saying no social media. I'm just saying less social media, more healthy relationship with it. Um, and I mean, even, you know, I still go out with friends and they know that I'm doing this and they'll still be on their phones in front of me when we're having a conversation. And I just think, wow, look what the world has come to, you know, you're like with a friend, you're with someone and yet they're not, they don't even care enough to put away their device to just have a genuine conversation, kind of nodding their head along. But in reality, I know that they're not, they're not really hearing me, you know, they may be listening, they're not hearing me. And I think there's so much to be said by being face to face with someone and all of the physical, that physical connection, that flow from just eye contact, from facial expression, from just touching someone on the shoulder. I mean, there's so much to be said from that. And even from, we release so much from just receiving a hug from someone for more than six seconds. Um, so it's just those little things that I think we've really lost sight of as a, as a society. And that's a big reason why I think we're so lonely. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. And there's this saying that that's been going on now that maybe like 10 years ago, our phones used to distract us from our daily conversations that we would have in person with one another. But now real life is starting to become the distraction to us being on our phones. And that's like such a sad concept that everybody or not, I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people like being on their phone all the time is the standard and that's their normal. And so that any external uh, influence that is not within their screen is interrupting their screen time. And that's like, it's so sad, but it's like so true. And it really, it really needs to, to be this, this opposite where when you are with someone, when you are interacting with someone face to face, it's so critically important to put that phone away and to really be present and in the moment with the individual or group of individuals that you're speaking to. Yeah, it's it's funny also because I I'll, I always think of this job now that has been created of social media manager or you know influencer marketing. It's just this whole new world has been created, and I think it's created a lot of opportunity for people. And you know I'm not going to lie there, but it's just those are the people that are so exhausted the most from they they can't get away from it ever you know i mean even on my friend one of my best friends is a social media manager at a company for a brand and 
she posts on weekends. She has to be on her phone on the Instagram account on weekends. And she's like exhausted and she can't get away from it. And it's, it's so, yeah, it's just this kind of crazy, it's really trying to find that balance or whatever. I don't even know if you can have balance if you're in that position. It's just difficult and, and finding space in your life and little pockets of your day to kind of have, take healthy breaks and be more mindful. Um, and I think that's a lot of what I'm trying to tackle and uncover and help people with um, in the tools that I can give them. Right. I think now more than ever, it's super important that because smartphones and the online world and social media is so prevalent in our lives, we need to start being really intentional about taking time away from these things, taking time away from our smartphones, away from social media, away from the internet in general. And so events like what you're doing with TTYL are so great because they're providing an outlet for people to escape this online or rather drowning in this online space. Yeah, definitely. I think people are just craving something real. I think, you know, there have been a lot of people, I think, on social media that are kind of changing the way that we look at it and not posting these kind of fake, um, you know, I'm on a beach in, you know, Bermuda and I'm smiling with a coconut flavored drink or whatever. And <laughs> yeah, there, there are a lot of those. Yeah, <laughs> there are a lot of those. And there are a lot of people that are changing the game out there. And I think it's, it's actually really interesting. I was reading um, the, the New York magazine was just just came out last week, I think with um, Ta the famous influencer Tavi. Um, and she wrote a whole, whole article about how Instagram has really made her who she is today and how she has an entire um like she lit she lived she got the opportunity from instagram to live in an apartment building for free for a year like that's just wow. insane the fact that yeah like she's gotten all these sponsors she's gotten um gigs on broadway from this like she all this stuff has happened yet then she mentions you know there's these false realities out there. You know, I, I'm paid to post X, Y, Z, but then people don't see, you know, my anxiety attack that I message my therapist 10 minutes after I post that and I'm freaking out in the bathroom or I miss my flight because I self-medicated myself so much. And it's kind of crazy how someone who so young created com a company when she was, you know, 15 years old and was on Instagram already and how, you know, not even like 10 years after that, she's completely drowning from the pressures and the social construct of this idea of Instagram and, and what it is. So it's, yeah, it's just crazy that people find that they need to be always on and always posting these picture perfect things. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it makes me wonder like where we're heading towards in the future. I think that organizations like the Digital Wellness Collective, like the Center for Humane Tech, as well as you know the work that you're doing, the work that I'm doing, the work that many others are doing, are going to change the trajectory of where technology ends up going. But I'm still curious to see like if we don't take care of this very prevalent issue within our society, like how are people going to want to live 
yeah. today, but then also many, many years from now as well. Yeah. So big questions. Definitely. <laughs> and the fact that it's not going away too, you know, I think that's, yeah. you yeah. just have to be like, okay, we're living in this time where this is reality. And hopefully one day soon, these CEOs at Facebook and Snapchat and all these social media accounts will crack down and make some some changes and some regulations around these because the reality is it was rolled out before it was tested and just like any medication or anything it, it should have been because it's this you know an endless scrolling place where you can go and just be completely isolated is not healthy by any means and doesn't represent human society at all yeah and it's figuring out ways how because like you said technology isn't going anywhere it's only going to continue to advance so what ways can we get all the positives that technology offers us? Because obviously it offers us a wealth of positives, but also minimize the negatives as much as possible. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just a matter of using it as you would a tool, you know, going back to when even searching on Google was thought to be this amazing thing. And it is still an amazing thing. And we take it for granted to just have all this information, literally anything in the world at our fingertips, um, and really using it more as a resource. There's There are so many great apps that have been created and so many great apps that are connecting people today. I mean, another Digital Wellness Collective um, member is created the Daily Aloha app, which yes. we are able to, yeah, like it's just, amazing what Amy has done. And, you know, she's creating a space for people to connect with others around the world in just such a simple way. And I think the ability to just connect with people around the world is so unique now that we have that ability. I mean, that's what Facebook was for, to just keep in touch with your friends. I mean, I love just having it to post pictures and keep tabs on every, I mean, it was a kind of a form of stalking, I guess people still call it that. But it, it's it was it's still fun. It's still fun to just have this place to post all your pictures. No one even does that anymore. And now it's kind of morphed into this place where these Facebook groups are being formed and these communities are being built, which is phenomenal. And I think they've evolved in a really healthy way, minus maybe this dating app that was recently created. That's a whole nother story. Um, but <laughs> I think they are doing a pretty good job at keeping up with the time and like where we are and what we need as community. And if that's going to be online in some form, and maybe you'll, you know, I've met plenty of people through these community Facebook groups, you know, it's, it's a cool way to meet new people in the city and kind of a way for people to feel comfortable in a safe place to ask questions or, you know, even doctor recommendations or um, travel tips, anything like that. I think, that's a really cool thing that they've done. And, you know, but I think there are, you know, still with Instagram and Snapchat and all Twitter, um, it's just they, there needs to be some change there for sure. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, Liana, so much of what you do with your work, or what I find is central to the work that you're doing with TTYL is human connection. And really getting those phones out of the way so that people have the opportunity to 
connect in real time and really start to build relationships, whether it's with people that they know that they go to with their to your events, whether it's like a group of friends, they decide to go together. Or like you said earlier, it's someone who comes in and they don't know anyone, but they're looking for that connection. They're looking for that opportunity to perhaps build a relationship. So I'm wondering from your perspective, what is your definition of a genuine human relationship and how can TTYL help us develop more meaningful relationships? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think that a genuine human relationship is one in which you both have a great, I guess a great relationship is one where you give and you get. Um, something where, you know, with any friendship, you are going into it with, you know, you go in and have experiences together, you go out to dinners, you go on adventures, you take trips together. And it's this equal bond experience through everything. And you're, you know, if, if someone's down, you lift them up and, and vice versa, you're kind of, you listen, you hear each other and you, you really are just there for each other when you need each other most and knowing when, um, when someone needs something and just, just being there and, and caring for them. I think it's just, it's just easy. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't feel like a burden. It should feel just like when you're looking for, you know, someone who you're going to marry, right. You don't want it to be difficult. You just want it to be this easy relationship where it's, two people who are just kind, you know, best friends who are attracted to each other. It's the same thing with any kind of connection. You just want it to be simple and just hold, holding each other up on both ends. Um, so I think at TTYL, you have the opportunity to just really connect without the distraction, without anything in the way and kind of just really, you know, like I said, kind of use, like, look in each other's eyes and kind of, you know, talk about your past or have shared connections, your likes and dislikes and this space that feels really comfortable and safe. And from that, you're able to form this more real connection where you're really listening to each other rather than always, you know, maybe checking your phone every five seconds or, or whatever, if you are in any other situation. Yes. So it's so important. There's so many important things in there. And uh, Liana, thank you so much for joining us on the Ships podcast. I really appreciate you not only taking your time to discuss the amazing work that you're doing with TTYL, but also specifically, I appreciate the work in general that you're doing with really working hard to build connections in a city that could oftentimes feel very lonely. So thank you so much for all the work that you've done and that you continue to do. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed the conversation. Before we head on out, I'm just wondering if you could share with our listeners some information or maybe a website or platform where they could learn more information about you and your work. Totally. So I am on, my website is www.dtylnyc.com. Um, you can email me at talk to you later, 2018 at gmail.com. Um, and I am on social media because as ironic as it is, I have to engage people somewhere yes. where the majority of people live today. Um, so I'm on Instagram at TTYLNYC 
and Facebook at TTYL and LinkedIn as well. So you can find me on all those platforms. Awesome. Great. Well, I'll make sure to include all the links for those in the show notes of this podcast episode as well. So for our listeners out there, feel free to just scroll into the show notes and check out any one of those links. So Liana, thank you so much again. Thank you so much, Pat. have it everyone liana pavane i really hope you enjoyed this episode of ships and developed a strong understanding of what it means to connect and communicate with each other as humans and how we can better build our relationships through in-person live experiences so thank you so much liana for joining us on the show if you liked this podcast episode please feel free to share it with a friend subscribe, comment, leave a review. I would really appreciate it. Also, if you have the Anchor app, feel free to call in and leave a voicemail. I love hearing from our listeners and figuring out ways in which we can better improve this podcast. So feel free to call in and this voicemail may be released in a future episode of Ships. You also have the opportunity to support this podcast. Supporting this podcast will allow me to continue producing amazing episodes with inspiring guests. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Ships. I always appreciate you tuning in and listening to our insightful guests. So thank you again, and I will catch you all in the next episode.